0: Betches Media presents.
1: Ha ha, laugh funny.
0: Mention it
2: all, a Bravo by Betches podcast.
1: We don't say that, but now we said it.
2: With Dylan Hafer. Who oh, gonna check me, bro? And Barry Rosenfeld. i need right. to start drinking alcohol. Now go to sleep, we.
0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. And we are back with another episode. We've got some exciting stuff to talk about today. We've got Vanderpump Rules, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And at the end of the episode, we have a very juicy interview with Brandy Glanville. So you're definitely gonna wanna stick around for that. Very, what was it like talking to Brandy? Like it was surreal.
3: It was, I had beyond expectations for that interview, but it really was everything I thought. She is a real person like you have seen on the show. So it wasn't a disappointment.
0: Yeah. We talked about Denise Richards, Crystal Meth. um, (laughs) Definitely, definitely interesting stuff there. Um, So first of all, we have to get to some breaking news that is incredibly disappointing about season five of Real Housewives of Potomac. It was supposed to premiere in Mm -hmm. a little over a week and... That's not gonna happen. It's getting pushed to the summer. I've heard August not confirmed um, i'm I'm just really i'm verklempt about this.
3: <laughs> that was cute that you tried talking in yiddish <laughs> no, but it'll 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 happen. We just need everyone to be healthy. you know
0: <laughs> well, I think so. I think the main reasoning for this is that all of the shows that would normally be be premiering in the late summer and the fall are now gonna be delayed. And so by pushing back Potomac, it's kind of the one way to guarantee that there's gonna be a new show in a few months. So I right. get it, but it's like, oh, why? I like, I, I heard this rumor a few days ago and I was lighting my Karen Huger prayer candle and it just didn't, it didn't <laughs> pan God. out.
3: Honestly, it's better that they hold off and have like a strong start, as opposed to it being like a whole mess because we don't know what's going on with the world. But anyway, what were you watching this weekend?
0: Oh, um, well, I finished Ladies of London. Um, So that is exciting. Um, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do next, but you know, I have plenty of stuff to keep me busy. this week's episode of Vanderpump Rules, we can just get into it, was like maybe my favorite episode of the season so far.
3: It was pretty good. It was, it was th- there's a lot of little moments to discuss. Um, I did like how the episode started though. I, I like, cause they never show anything other than where they are their workplace. And I liked how they showed Dana and Brett at bartending school. I thought that was a cute little detail that they've never showed us before.
0: Yes, and I'm sure that was 100% real. They're really just (laughs) buckling down, learning how to make all of the cocktails.
3: they said everyone knows bartenders make more than servers, so they're moving their way up in the world.
0: And Dana says that her mom was a bartender, so she has bartending in her blood, and I'm like... Yeah, like, that's genetic. I don't know that that's how bartending works, but um, I'm sure she has alcohol in her blood, but not. Right,
3: like my dad's really good at math, but I'm not. Like, I didn't get that in
0: <laughs> My mom is a biologist, and I, uh, I took summer school science in college. She was not impressed.
3: Oh, okay. Well, I failed the math region, so
0: where you been? Earth is a living planet. It was really a, a stressful <laughs> class for me. Um, but so anyway, we have Brett and Dana, this episode, my favorite part was probably the fact that Jax and Brittany just weren't in it at all.
3: Yeah, I agree.
0: Like, it at might all. Be the f- like, not on the screen one time. <laughs> except for the preview for next week.
3: Exactly, it I might was going to say that.
0: It might be the first, I think it probably is the first episode of Vanderpump Rules ever with no Jax. Maybe, but
3: everyone needed a little breather for like, one hour, so it was. I didn't feel it, so it's fine. But there is more than enough drama to fill that gap.
0: That's the thing with with Vanderpump right now. They've added so many people, and they've literally never fired anyone. And so the cast right. is so big. Well, no, that it's they like
3: fired two people.
0: Okay, they've never fired anyone that was in like the main <laughs> group. And so right now, I I literally went on Wikipedia where they have like the timeline of the cast and counted. They have sixteen full time cast members. Barry.
3: Yeah, that's big. Oh my god, I just confused myself and I was talking about them getting fired from Star.
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Kristen I was like, what are you talking ago. about? Kristen
3: and James have both been fired from Star. Yeah, we're talking about the show, my bad.
0: <laughs> we're not pretending these people actually work there.
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. Except
0: for except for poor Peter Madrigal who is working his ass off for pennies, probably
3: i know i know
0: so we see sheena having a conversation with lisa vanderpump about how she interrupts surgery. her while she's
3: having her one goat cheese ball
0: like oh, let yes, the one lady goat cheese live ball. that's that's my summer body diet is just like one fried goat cheese ball
3: I love it. She was like, I didn't
0: really mean one.
3: Like, bring me three. But I said one. Anyway, yeah, Sheena gets into the nitty gritty about her surgery yet again. We could have made that a drinking game as well. Every time she brought up telling a
0: random person about her egg retrieval. I like later in the episode, Brett and Sheena are having this heart to heart in the Sir Alley, which like, I'm so glad that they're bringing back Sir Alley drama because that is... An, an integral part to the show and Brett literally says I wrote it down because I thought it was so funny he goes I wanted to text you but I know you were going through some shit with the eggs and she, <laughs> in that moment you can tell Brett thinks he's being so like sensitive yeah. and like trying to be a good friend and Sheena's like literally like um
3: she tries so hard to push these friendships and like she's like we're friends like you're my friends but like he's a guy he's a bartender he's like trying to just like live his life life and what Hollywood like I feel bad because she didn't want and need the attention for what she was going through but like stop putting it on people
0: yeah and I I thought it was nice to see earlier in the episode Sheena really seems to be coming around to the idea that all of these guys have screwed her over and really fucked right. with her mind and right and I think we've all been talking about it for a while now and so it's nice to see sheena finally kind of on the same page with everyone that's around her and watching the show
3: right um but the part that i didn't understand was when she was dead serious telling lisa i don't want to be in a relationship yes you do like yeah you, yeah you do but maybe now is just not the time yeah. but yes you do don't where you're not not fooling anyone
0: Speaking of, Sheena last night on Instagram shared a post with her boyfriend, Brock, who she's with now, and she posted this long-ass YouTube video that's all the clips of their relationship, so I'm glad she's in a happy relationship, and I'm I'm happy for her.
3: Yeah, they are cute. They've been together for a a little longer than her, like, usual, (laughs) which I'm happy for.
0: Well, and he clearly actually acknowledges her existence, which is a step up from some of the last yeah, ones. Yeah,
3: they're cute. But speaking of Sheena, let's get into her um, thoughtful question mark gift that she decided to spring upon Dana. Oh, which I was, love yeah, I, uh, it was, it was I, I, there was a lot of emotions going on, but Sheena popped in Dana's apartment for her birthday and decided to tell her she organized a medium or psychic reading for her birthday that she wanted her mom to be there for. Um, um, Dana's mom passed away. But, and then Sheena just started crying, which was very, like, it was weird. And fast forward a little bit to the episode when they did talk about this. I loved when Dana Dead Series was like, so tell me, why did you start crying? As in, like, how did this <laughs> affect you? And I was like, go Dana. But anyway, so Dana reacted very maturely, which I she is, but... I, I don't
0: know. I think. So my favorite moment was after Dana was like, I don't think I'm ready for this. She's not outside, is she? And Sheena was like, oh, no. I mean, like, she's not like, I mean, she might be like on the way, but she's not like here. She's like on the way. (laughs) And then Sheena Sheena leaves after getting emotional. And then Dana's sitting in her apartment. Emotional. And she hears out the window, Sheena talking to the psychic who was in the parking lot of Dana's apartment building.
3: Right.
0: And so but, when, yeah. Oh, God. And when Dana comes downstairs and she's like, Sheena, can you come speak to me for a second? I, I was living for it. It's like the exact kind of like dumb, messy drama that this show yeah. needs, I think. Oh, but I then when so Dana funny. was
3: like, Dana was like, Sheena, I'm trying to tell you though, like, you didn't lose a parent. And Sheena goes, But my mom has. And like, yeah, everyone in the world has, but it's not the same emotion. And also, that's very, very, very personal. That is something that should have been dealt with beforehand, see if she would be interested. And then it could have been like a nice gift. But then Sheena was also like, i love giving gifts like christmas is my favorite holiday but like this is not this doesn't fall under that category it was just uh, her heart was in the right place but it just it wasn't i i wouldn't be i wouldn't like that either i'm not into psychics but
0: maybe down the road nor am i okay so then the other like major thing that we have to talk about from this episode was the witches of weho potion number two launch party Potion number two And so, basically, this is where Kristen, Stassi, and Katie's shit really hits the fan. We've been seeing it kind of throughout the season, but clearly things are not getting any better. And I didn't, it caught me off guard that this whole drama is really coming down to Bo being stuck in the middle between Kristen and Stassi.
3: But I feel like there is more in this friendship and the fight. That they're showing us, but not that they would hide anything from us. But it just feel like something's missing. Like they, it seems like the drama is so heavy, but we don't know anything about it. Does that make sense? Like I don't, I don't know what they're fighting about. Other than Stassi, like just doesn't
0: want to be friends with Kristen anymore,
3: and I get it. Yeah, I feel that, feel that way.
0: I feel the same way. I think I totally understand why Katie and Stasi are kind of over being friends with Kristen and don't want to be close with her right now, but I don't feel like we've really been shown why there's such a hurt there and why Stasi is literally at this party screaming and crying at Bo because he maybe wants to still have some kind of relationship with Kristen. It's like, okay, yeah, she's been annoying about Carter. Like, maybe she's not the best supportive friend to you, but that escalated really quickly. And it's, I feel like we're not being shown something important. And at this point, I don't feel like we will be shown because it's already yeah. happened. So yeah, I'm very curious about that.
3: I do like the, I think Stassi, I love Stassi. I think she's being a little dramatic when she in, at the party. I think it was underlying that she just didn't want to be there and she was looking for a way out. And I loved that Bo didn't chase after her. That was kind of my, favorite part like she left the part she goes i'm going and Bo just stayed there Bo is a 40 year old mature man i think he is not gonna do anything he's obsessed with Sassy. he's in love with her like he's not gonna do anything to like destroy that relationship and he was right everything he said about like he's friends with kristen and he even was honest he's like if something comes down to it like i'm choosing you over kristen but like i can still be friends with the girl
0: yeah i i understand why she's not going to be at the engagement party because like that's a party about both of you but i do right i don't get why it's quite so severe from stassi's perspective but i don't know i'm excited to see them get getting well the next i thing, do so because of what happened with
3: jacks i mean she does have that history with kristen cheating with her boyfriend so i get how it's deep down could affect her mm-hmm. but like they're over that it's there there's been like eight relationships in between that but the the party, like I feel bad because I don't know if they were just showing this, but Kristen did look like she was working hard for that
0: wine launch party. Oh. And it looked like fun oh, to be absolutely. honest. It did look like a fun party.
2: Side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save twenty percent off at HoneyLove.com/mia. Use our exclusive link to get twenty percent off HoneyLove.com/mia. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with HoneyLove. Should we move on to Beverly Hills? Yep, yeah, but really quick. I
3: do think that there should be a spin-off show of Tom Schwartz and Bo. That's where I stand.
0: Okay, I'm not sure I would watch that, but I support that opinion for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Thank so on you. Beverly Hills last night, I just have to say, I am really surprised how much I'm liking this season so far. I'm, I'm finding mm-hmm. everyone, minus Teddy, compelling. Um, I'm excited about some of the storylines they have going, and I, I really am just liking it more than I thought I would.
3: Yeah, I think I feel like they're taking a different turn this season. Like it's not the same drama that has been for the past few years. They're kind of all starting new, especially since there is a new cast member. But they did start off with something that we've been waiting for for a while now, which is Dorit and PK's finances, which I personally found a little bit of a yawn. But Dylan, you feel differently.
0: I just think in over the past couple seasons in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, it's been obvious that there's some kind of pact between a lot of the women like Kyle, Teddy, Erica, Rinna, Dorit basically, that they're not gonna talk about some of these kind of like quote unquote below the belt type things. And we saw that last season when Camille brought up Dorit and PK's finances, she was like swiftly shut down by pretty much everyone. Whereas on other Housewives shows, and even in earlier seasons of Beverly Hills, that would be like a whole season of drama. Right. And so I think it was nice. I don't expect Dorit to be, you know, fully open about all of the financial issues they allegedly have had. That's not what I think is going to happen on the show. But I like that the producers were at least willing to bring it up. because Yeah, and they were
3: questioning them
0: that's part of my frustration with Beverly Hills in the last couple seasons is that it's like, why aren't we even bringing it up? It's one thing if they don't want to be, you know, talking about it at length, but like, at least ask the question. Right. Um, In general, I think that we're seeing a a fresher energy. And I think the editing is, they've kind of switched up the editing style. I think Erica is being more open and emotional than she's ever been before. I'm, I'm curious if somebody had like a little chit chat with Erica in the off season I don't think and was so. like.
3: I, I don't think so. She cried twice last, in this week's episode, which is amazing. She was actually on Watch It Happens Live last night with um, Maggie McCain, and she, Andy even asked her, and Erica was laughing. She's like, I don't know. She's like, maybe I just feel something. Like, she's like, I am a, per- a, a human. But I think the things that she cried about were real emotion. Like, she obviously, her son is her, like, everything. And then she was excited that Tom was supporting her. And I thought, I was like, oh, my God, Erica. She's like, I don't only have ice in my veins. (laughs)
0: Um, I love her, though. Speaking of support, though, speaking of support, one of my favorite moments of the episode was when all the ladies got the text from Teddy inviting them to her accountability retreat. And when she said, and they were all reading the text. And when she said that there's, you don't have to come if you don't want to. All of them immediately were like, yeah, I don't want to go to that.
3: Well, I like, listen, I stand by them because they were saying again last night, forced fun isn't fun. Like, if you want to have a girls night, have a girls night, but don't mix business and pleasure. So like take your people like who you coach accountability for. I don't know. Take them on the retreat. I get you want to have your friends see what you do, but it's, that's not for them. And they don't want, they, it felt really forced and they were very honest about it. And I, I stand by that because I'm one who doesn't do something I don't want to. So it was funny though, because if she didn't say that, they probably all would have still went. Like if she yeah, just didn't I like that, say you don't have to come.
0: I like that right away when they were reading the text, automatically Rina and Erica were already like this is gonna be a shit show because yeah. obviously she cares. There's no you would right. never say, you would never say anytime somebody says, Oh, but no big deal if you can't make it, like I won't be hurt. Guess they, what? Uh, they uh, the mentioned be mentioned
3: her. Yeah, they mentioned that on Watch Trapping's <laughs> Live last night too. And Erica was like, of course she was pissed off. Like, are you kidding? I saw a really funny tweet this weekend too. Um, it was like, can we please trade Teddy for like John Bon Jovi's daughter or something? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> because she's so boring.
0: Yeah, I'm right excited now. to see I'm excited to see next week Teddy getting called on her shit a little more because I think she's gotten a strangely easy ride the last season or two and so I'm excited to see her at least getting called out and then maybe she can get into the mix a little more but because she's not giving me anything right now
3: I know Garcelle is though Garcelle is coming in strong this season I really appreciate her so far and I liked how this week she was open about her past and her divorce and I think it was really funny that email she sent um trying to like out her husband but Yeah. Her husband was having an affair for five years and it was a little heartbreaking to see, but she's um, buying a new house. She's getting settled. And I liked seeing an appearance from Allie Landry this week. I (laughs) miss her and I like her a lot. I was like, wow, I love seeing the friendships in Beverly Hills. They're so funny.
0: I wasn't sure with Garcelle before the season started, I wasn't sure how she was gonna fit into the group and the overall vibe of the show. But mm-hmm. I think, like we were saying, it feels fresher and like they've switched things up kind of for this season and whatever they're doing, I think Garcelle feels like a really natural fit in the new yeah. kind of season 10 vibe. I love her dynamic with Denise. Seeing her with Erica last night was really fun. She asked about Erica's sex life with Tom, which let's be real, we've all thought about it. <laughs>
3: Listen, this marriage is a 20 year strong marriage and it's one of the strongest relationships we've seen on the show. So I think the sex could be a little questionable. She said, it's fine. It's good, whatever. But like, I I don't know. They seem like they have a very, very strong, good thing going. And I'm I'm team Erica and Tom.
0: Well, and I was glad that Erica was... When Garcelle asked that, she didn't just, like, shut down or get angry like she may have in the past if that came up. She seems a lot more willing to kind of roll with the punches and, like, play ball this season. And Garcelle didn't mean it to be shady. She just was curious. Yeah, I like
3: their friendship.
0: Yeah, but so... I don't know. Overall, I'm, I'm excited about where this season is headed. Obviously we talked to Brandy about some of the bigger drama that's ahead, but I think it's going to be a fun season and I'm, I'm enjoying even the the smaller moments.
3: Right. Well, you know who I think isn't making
0: an impression with me
3: is uh, our girl Sutton. She's just, I don't know. She's not doing it for me and she's rude again and, in this another episode and I just don't I just like don't get it part of me wants to be like Sutton like just let your hair down like who are you trying to impress you know I feel like she's giving me major Sonia vibes from New York because she's she's still fabulous Sutton but she's she's almost living this life that she used to live and she doesn't have that anymore and all the girls in Beverly Hills are wealthy and live these amazing lifestyles but they're all like every time she says something they all just like look at her like when she had to explain the yacht rock to kyle i do
0: i do like that when she said the thing about that she's opening her boutique because she doesn't need to make her own money but it would be nice and i i don't know i i like that that she went through this divorce and she acknowledges that she is pretty well set up but that she still wants to do something with her life and i think it's interesting i think it's unfortunate that because she's not a housewife we probably won't see a lot of her more kind of personal moments because that stuff Mm. probably had to get cut um so i think she might end up coming off as more of a villain because of that because we're only going to see her you know kind of snarky group dynamic but whatever i'm enjoying her i think she's bitchy and fun
3: yeah i do like but again like every time she just has to bring up that she's wearing couture that she has couture that she loves couture and then erica's so funny she's like you can have couture honey but you still might not look good in it like and she's so funny <laughs> everything she says i love erica if i never want to be friends with anyone more in my life than i do erica girardi
0: or erica james okay you want. so real quick before we go to brandy's interview who's your number one bravo Leb in the group right my now? number
3: one bravo Leb in the group is ken todd
0: ken todd okay ken
3: todd he's he's he i want him to give me more this season because his little one-liners are really funny but i do love him he's the backbone he is the backbone of of lisa vanderpump and i love him appreciate him okay
0: I'm gonna go with Erica Jane for all the reasons we've already talked about. I am, yep. I'm already impressed by her this season and I hope that that continues.
3: I don't think we'll ever be let down from Erica Jane.
0: <laughs> okay, well stick around for our interview with Brandi Glanville. We're talking about Beverly Hills uh, and everything she's got going on. And thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Welcome back, guys. We are now joined by the one and only Real Housewife star and best selling author, Brandy Glanville. Hi, Brandy. Hi, I
1: like your background.
0: <laughs> Thank you. We are at home like everyone else.
3: <laughs> you look quite cozy in your beautiful robe and loungewear.
1: <laughs> I mean, I haven't had time to do any shopping and it's like getting dressed is is that I don't know, it makes me want to go outside.
0: I know, there have been a couple of days in my apartment where I've put on like shorts and like summer clothes just because I'm like why not and I'm like, "Oh no, like this is going to be really depressing when it's actually summer and we still can't go outside." <laughs>
1: In mid-May, we're gonna, this is gonna be wrapped. We're thinking positive.
3: Yeah, that's good for you guys. I put on a necklace sometimes, and I'm like, I
0: am ready to go. Yeah, I had a tear is mine.
1: I scratched my head, and I'm like, maybe not today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So how has your quarantine been going?
1: It's shit. It's not good. Um, Because I am divorced, I have my kids half the time. So Mm. I, I worry about them on the other time. I know they're in good hands, but then I'm alone, like completely, like probably all of you, but all I do is worry about my kids. And if i if I get sick while they're gone, will I ever see them again? And it's just I'm having a very, very difficult time with it.
3: I'm sorry to hear that, but at least you're here talking with us today.
1: Yes, that's <laughs> true. My dog my dog is with me twenty four seven, which yeah, he's joining the he's joining the chat
3: you. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi. Somebody so,
0: <laughs> we know from Twitter that you were watching. So, tell us what your thoughts were on the Beverly Hills season premiere last week.
2: I thought it was
1: really good. I think that, like, you know, with these shows, especially when they have new girls on, you don't just get into the drama right away because you have to introduce every Like, where is everyone at, you know, a year later? what's everyone doing right now? And it was kind of just a really good introduction. I don't like when my dog licks me. Um, A really good (laughs) introduction to everyone. And now I think it's going to get a lot meatier and um, it was good.
3: Yeah, I agree. I think it was Dylan. We talked before. I think it was really good how they introduced everyone and gave us a glimpse of like what everyone's up to. But Are you able to tell us how long do we have to wait until this shit hits the fan?
1: I wish I could tell. I don't know because I don't know. I know that I shot the last, the second half of the season. So I don't know if it's going to go in chronological order because then Mm it can be a while. Um, But a lot of times these things are not put in order. And it's not update we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. You know, they could, there's a lot of times they cut a lot of stuff out. And maybe it is the first half of the season because they were shooting for quite a long time. So I, I, I wish I had answers forever. My family's like, you can tell me. I'm like, I, I'm the person that would tell you, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I mean,
0: so... So obviously, like you said, you, you, can't, you could tell people whatever if whatever you know. So what was, how, how does it feel different now being involved with the show versus when you were a full-time cast member? And I'm sure you had a lot more kind of rules about what you could say and who you could tell what.
1: There are no rules for me, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I've been in trouble a lot. I, I, I try not to preempt the show too much because then it's not fun for watchers. And there's so much gossip out there that's wrong right now. And I want to just go and fix it, but then why watch the show? You know what I mean? Like, what's the point right. of watching if I tell you everything that's going to happen?
3: Right. And it's almost like what you said before, it's not an order. So it could come out differently from when you tell them to when we view it on the show.
1: Right. And if they're already previewing next week, Kyle's saying, oh, no, I don't, I don't know if that's this gossip because other stuff went down <laughs> Cass, I don't know what gossip that is. You know what
0: I mean? So, maybe it is, I don't know. So, what are you, going back obviously now, it's been several months since the rumors and, you know, drama and stuff started leaking out. So, what was it like in real time for you, like when that stuff kind of started ramping up? Had you already been filming it all or did it kind of start before that?
1: The rumors about Denise and I? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I, my close friends knew exactly when it happened, but it happened six months ago. I, I wasn't filming when it happened. Okay. Um, and then we're already towards the end of the season. So I haven't told any of the girls. I'm very close with Kim, but I just, I just didn't. I didn't plan. This is what I will say. I did not plan on ever saying it out loud. And I was hired back to the show, and I still had no plan of saying it out loud. And then a certain person changed. Okay. Uh, So someone (laughs) someone
3: kind of did you dirty, should we say. And that's when you...
1: It was brought to my attention some things were were not what they appeared to be, and mm-hmm. you know I thought, you know I'm right or die. I'm not going to tell anyone this, and I I just spoke my truth.
0: <laughs> I know it was. I remember back a few months ago when you uh, you made some tweets that were a little bit cryptic and everybody was like losing their <laughs> minds trying to figure out what was going on. And I'm so excited to see it play out.
1: Oh my God, it was a shit show. Because I like, I am not a paranoid person at all. And except for now with the, my kids in front of me because I will leave the house like in a bubble. Like you won't see my, any part of my skin. I, I'm uber scared of COVID-19. I just am, but like I like I won't touch things. I'll throw. Like I'm just paranoid right now, but in general, like I'm not a paranoid person. But some really crazy shit was happening, and I was calling certain people and going, "Am I crazy that this just happened to me?" And they're like, "No, that 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 it, it is happening." And so I was just kind of in shock that craziness was going down.
3: Well, I know it's drama for you in real life. So I don't really want to say I'm excited, but I am excited to see how this plays out because I, this has been teased for way too long and I want to see it for myself.
1: (laughs) Uh, I'm really scared though, because first of all, who cares if two chicks hook up, it's not even a big deal. Correct. You know, I was served a cease and desist. So I'm very like weird about, What can I say? What can't I say? And that's a point I want to get across to the people. Like, don't sign up for reality shows if you're going to bully other people with lawyers. You sign up for a reality show. You have to talk about everything. And if you think that you're going to have a secret and then piss on that person, your secret's coming out. So... Right. And then you use lawyers to shut down production. And listen, I know a million people that will share everything. Like, isn't that... What's the name of your podcast or your
0: mention it, it all, all.
1: Yeah. It all. <laughs> right mention it all like that's what we're here to do listen Luann went to jail like people on atlanta which, what's his name went to jail teresa Apollo, yeah like, this is real like we're, we're signing up to share everything and if right. you're not willing to do that i know a million people and a million chicks out there that are dying to get on this show that will do it right so speaking of you That's coming back on the
3: show, can you let us know how that worked for this season? Does it work organically with the girl that you're still friends with, or does production reach out to you? Did this have any, this didn't have anything to do with what had happened?
1: No, because no one knew what had happened. I close right. so, friends outside of the show knew, but they would never tell, like I told Mark, I told Trina, and I told one other person, and they're not right. anything to do with the show. They reached out, to him and I to come and film some and no one knew anything and I didn't plan on talking about it that's all I can say um and then I did <laughs> good plan ready
0: <laughs> I think to me that's one of the things that works so well about Beverly Hills is that so many of the past women do come back and kind of are still in the mix and still friends with people on the show so it's fun to see kind of different seasons who they bring back and who kind of Starts to be in the mix again, like last season we saw with Camille a lot, and this season with you and Kim, I'm so excited to see you guys back together.
3: Yeah, the world definitely <laughs> needed some more Brandy Glenville. Oh, you're <laughs>
1: so, <you're> so, <laughs> I uh, I'm getting my hair in my mouth. I have a feeling it's not going to be the easiest ride for me, but at this point, like we're we're all living in this crate. Like I feel like this is our giant God's giving us a giant reality check right now. Like okay. Must care about money and riches and diamonds and all this stupid shit. Here's your quality mm-hmm. check. We get back to the basics. Care about your family. Who cares how many cars you have, how many, you know, or working bags you have. Like none of that shit matters if you're not living. So I just feel like this is kind of God's way of giving us all a big fat reality check. Like check yourself. And that's why I'm not watching reality TV right now because this is reality enough for me. I'm going to like Game of Thrones, and I'm watching Bat- Breaking Bad right now about meth. I'm learning so. Ooh, much. Oh, good
3: show! Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, a good show. God,
1: okay. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't smoke it! This is exciting.
0: <laughs> so people were not doing crystal meth in the bathroom.
1: <laughs> no, no. Apparently, I didn't know as much about crystal meth as I thought I knew. But I'm learning a lot now, so fingers crossed. It isn't.
3: It is an educational show. You can look at it that way. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so where do you stand with the women that are on the show now obviously you were around them during filming but other than other than kim who we'll talk about in a second like is there anyone else that you still feel a closeness with or is it just kind of
1: yeah no, less I, so? I regularly text with kyle i regularly text with Rinna. erica and i exchange emails like every so often teddy and i you know after her baby was born we reached out but mostly it's it's Rena and Kyle, but Kim, I talked to Kim 18,000 times a day and I think she's mad at me because I didn't answer my phone yesterday because I got my kids back yesterday. And I just wanted to be with my kids and she's like, you're dead to me. I'm like, oh, the drama.
3: <laughs> I can hear that.
1: Yeah. So, but I mean, I know I'm not, and I will we'll talk again today. I just needed a little time with the babies.
3: Oh, that's nice to hear.
0: What do you think makes your friendship with Kim work so well? Because obviously you weren't always you weren't always tight on the show, but clearly that's been like a lasting bond for you since then.
1: You know, honestly, she was one of the very few people that after the show, we were off the show, she still kept a touch. And she, you know, we're both single moms. We both knew what it was like to have it all and then have nothing kind of situation. It's... I understand where she's coming from because she lived the same exact existence with me and vice versa. So it's great. We go places. People are like, "Oh, we love you." We're like, "Why do like we can't go places and have people?" That's not it's not a bad thing, but why can't we have the money too? <laughs> like we we have the fame and none of the money, and we're like, doing it both." It's like, what's the point of fame if you don't have the money? <laughs> so we have that. Concept. We're like, we're struggling. We live in condos and like, we, we know that we have to go out and hustle and we just got this Blonde and Blonder gig and we were so excited for that. And then obviously it's not happening right now because we can't gather. So we've been like, you know, we just, we understand each other. We're kind of in the same place.
3: Yeah. I wanted to mention the Blonde and Blonder show. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And do you know when like a new date is, it's going to happen?
1: I have no, so we pushed, it was in April, obviously that's not happening. Um, we pushed it to July and we're just, we're praying and fingers crossed and trying to manifest that this will be done by then, but it definitely will happen. It was a great, like, we've been talking about this for like three years. We, t- we finally got a meeting with the improv people and they are like, where do we sign? <laughs> the meeting was at Disney. I mean, it was <laughs> But like, we, I don't know, we just bounce off of each other really well.
3: That's awesome! I, I hope like, you guys come to New York.
1: <laughs>
0: oh I feel like I need I need like TV cameras filming a business meeting with you and Kim like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, know,
1: you really like? Honestly, he brought like two extra people from the office because they just wanted to see what was going to happen. I'm like, <laughs> hi, I'm meeting one person, and then like, oh no, no, this we just needed to see this, and it was she's just she's hilarious. We have totally different senses of humor. Like, I wrote a song for us. To <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but I don't want to give it away. Because, like, I, I joked that I was just going to have a cardboard cutout of her. And then, like, she just had to come on once. Like, I'd be like, this is Kim. Because she's always, like, <laughs> everything.
3: Oh, um, my God. <laughs>
1: I know. Yeah, and then I was going to – this is kind of funny with them and I told them, you know – I was gonna have like a thing of blue candy that looked like Xanax, and I would be like, "You get a Xanax, and you get a Xanax," <laughs> and, like, throw them out to everyone. But they said we can't have candy all over the floor. So, but oh, thought, it was
3: only oh, because it was
1: candy. That's great. I thought it would be a great idea. They were not excited about like having to clean that up. But I'm coming up with other things. So we had like a it was like an hour show, and it was just four segments, and it was just really, just really dumb and funny and. We make fun of ourselves and fun
0: of everyone else, too. <laughs> I feel like that's something that you was always refreshing when you're on the show, is that you really don't take yourself too seriously, and that on Housewives sometimes people really are, have this image that they're trying to uphold. And was that tough for you? Was that natural about just kind of being yourself, good or bad?
1: My mom always used to tell me, like, the best thing about you is that you're honest and you don't lie. And the worst thing about you is that you're honest and you don't lie. She's like, there's a time and place, Brandy. Like, you don't always have to tell the exact truth. Like, I'm like, no, yeah, mom, that's not what you said. You lied. So, um, I'm not an actress. Most of them are actresses. I think that, like, Erica Jane came on and she was already Erica Jane. You know what I mean? She was performing as Erica Jane. And I think some of the other women saw that and were like, "Oh, that's what I'm supposed to be. Like, I'm supposed to have glam, and I'm supposed to be, you know, perfect all the time." No, that's her thing. And you know, mm-hmm. Kyle likes a cap glam, and that's Kyle's thing. But I feel like some of these girls that are new and they come on, they're like, "Oh, I'm supposed to have a lamb team, and I'm supposed to be like in Balmain or whatever Balmain. I can never say it right all the time." And like, that's cool. Brandy, I love you. <laughs> And people like I'm like we get it it's not a fashion show like we don't need a 20 Erica's we just need Erica you need, right. you need everyone to be themselves and I think that that's why when they do get fresh meat I call it like new housewives it's hard because I feel like a lot of them act like they think they're supposed to act mm-hmm. I don't think it's interesting I want to see different people acting together that
0: shouldn't, wouldn't really be together normally. Mm-hmm. And see what right. Well, it's interesting now, the show has been on for so many more years. And so people really have that time. Whereas when you first came on the show, Beverly Hills especially was just getting started. And it, it all felt really like raw and you had no, no fucking clue what was gonna happen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I also liked how you came in though. I think they were kind of blown away because you are like a tall, stunning woman and you were by yourself and you were being yourself. Even when you told the joke, you can tell they were like, what'd you just say? But you had, you didn't care. And I still love that about you.
1: Thank you. I, it's funny because when I was on housewives the first season, I like, I love the word fuck. It, it, my kids know it. I, yell out <laughs> I don't care. I'm like, get the fuck downstairs or do the-. like, I just love the word, but when I first was on, I said it like, oh my God, she's trash. Do you hear the way she talks? She says, shut the fuck up. And and now every Housewives franchise I watch, everyone's like, shut the fuck up, fuck this, fuck that. I'm like, wait, wait, this is not fair. I got in so much trouble for doing that. And now (laughs) everybody's doing it. So I've moved on to the word cunt because it really has a powerful punch people <laughs> I do
3: really like that word I do
1: but in like a nice way in a nice yeah, way it's like my friends say like my gay friends they can say the f-a-g word where I would never say it my black friends can say the n-word and we girls that are cunty can say cunt but I told my kids they're like, why can't we say it because like, you're dudes you don't get to say it and if you say it you're gonna get hit
3: <laughs> oh god
0: um, okay, I have to ask, before we finish up, when is the last time you talked to Lisa Vanderpump?
1: I don't talk, I, I don't go into sir. I don't go into any of those places that she owns. So I think that those are the only places she goes, so I don't speak with her at all. <laughs> I don't, there's a no reason, I mean, I wish her no ill will, but we, we are not friends, you know, sadly, but.
3: Right, right. What is the first thing you are doing when this quarantine is over? Sex.
1: <laughs> it's just true because it's like, this is insane. But I've, do
3: you have someone or are you going to be looking for someone?
1: Well, I have 85 new boyfriends on Hinge. Um, <laughs> that's the fun part. Um, I have face Over FaceTime, a few of those, they didn't go well for the other people. Um, I, I'm sure like there's people all my ex-boyfriends have reached out. Like, come over. I'm like, I am not swapping bodily fluids with anybody right now at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, no. So there will be – there's always someone. Okay, good. Well,
0: I <laughs> – sex would, does not sound horrible at this point. <laughs> no. Um, Well, if you're on Hinge in the L.A. area, keep an eye out for Brandy Glanville. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm there. I have, I have a lot of boyfriends right now, so – like it that's
0: awesome well brandy thank you so much for joining us excited to see you on this season and of course blonde and blonder when we can have events again will be very exciting
1: yes i cannot wait we have to to thank jake for setting this up for it never would happen so thank you thank you jake yeah snaps
0: for snaps (laughs) for brandy's son jake who got the the technology working for us today
1: (laughs) i think he's cool somehow i like why how is he down here helping maybe it was lunch I don't know what's happening, but how is, how is homeschooling working by the way? Well, it's great except for the fact that they're sitting on their asses all day. And I don't think that's super healthy. And like at school, they go from classroom to classroom. They have a lunch hour, they run around, they have PE. Like, I just don't, I don't know that this is the healthiest thing for us. We don't really have a choice. but I I think that like a 40 minute lunch, I just feel like there should be a few more breaks. Because sitting on your ass from eight to three fifteen every day, like in one spot, isn't good for your body. But yeah, no one's listening to me. It's a private school. They're like, "Fuck you. We'll get our checks." <laughs> <laughs> Take the day off. Yeah, and then Eddie and I would fight. I'm a little more lenient when it comes to like this video schooling because I just don't think it's healthy. I think they need to go up and down the stairs and walk the dog and you know just be active.
0: Right. Definitely. All well, right. we hope the rest of your quarantine goes okay, and that the homeschooling <laughs> goes fine as well. Uh, but yeah, this was so fun. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Brandy. Chris, I'm going to go learn a lot more about crystal meth. I'm like, it just got so good. So. Like that's, I am sitting on my ass all day, but I'm old enough to do that, so it's
0: fine. You'll have to update us on Twitter about your Breaking Bad journey. <laughs>
1: I didn't even know that there was like I didn't know that it was called crystal meth because it looked like a crystal. I, I I'm just learning a lot. That's all I can say. I'm super. Excited. And then you have to
3: watch El Camino after when you're finished with the season.
1: I think I've already watched. Oh no, that's the final <laughs> right? That's yeah. The, uh, Trina told me it's not as good, but uh, trust me, I've watched. It's it. not. I'm definitely going to.
0: You've got Okay, we'll end. have
1: fun. <laughs> all right, bye,
3: Thanks, Brandy.
1: Bye. Thank you. Bye.
3: Batches.